Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Sex with Emily show. I've made it my job to give you the best show possible and make sure that this show stays free to you. So please take a moment and listen to about one of my awesome partners. Have you ever had that not-so-fresh feeling down under? I created a solution called Down Under Comfort. It's a cream-to-powder formula that keeps you fresh and dry all day, which means you'll always be ready for action. It's for men and women, can be used anywhere in your body. It prevents sweat stains, chafing, and that not-so-fresh feeling. You're probably thinking, hey, I showered this morning. I'm still clean. But guess what? Poor hygiene is the number one complaint of, about sex for men and women. Especially now as the weather gets hotter, do your balls, breasts, your whole body get sweatier? I can tell you they probably do. Keep your intimate areas dry, fresh, clean, and ready for action with Down Under Comfort. Most people never think they need a product like this until they try it and then they can't live without it. We've already sold out of it once. It's a vegan formula. You will love it. Check it out. Go to emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code EMILY for 20% off. That's emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code EMILY for 20% off. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts. We update the sh- every day with blogs and videos and posts and interesting things that will make you laugh, smile, and have better sex. And you can also check out Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's all Sex with Emily. And I've always have it chock full of information for you and things that will make you laugh and have better sex. Because what's better than those two things on the planet? Um, I'm here with Menace today. Hi, how you doing, Emily? Are you doing Snapchat yet where you send out naked photos to your podcast listeners? Because... That would, you know, get you more downloads. I do have a Snapchat account. I'm not really sure. How, how many to... naked photos you put out there? I, you know, I've never, ever sent a naked photo. Or oh, a well, sext. Well, you've claimed that on your... Or it's sext. I've you've sexted. Sext. I've sexted, but I've not, yeah. I've not sexted with a photo. Oh, okay. I believe it's an error. It's a mistake. And people <laughs> should not do it. I know. There's too so, much... There's too much... There's too much stuff out there. Some guy just got put in jail for 10 years for putting... Like naked photos of some girl that he dated online. What was this? Why, why 10 years? Everyone does that. Uh, well, he was like 17. She was 15. Oh. So it was oh, like child porn stupid. stuff. Right. Yeah. So 10 years in jail. Just don't do it. Don't be that guy. Like you, you guys broke up. Who cares? You right. Know? Exactly. It's matter. so mean. Even, even if a, somebody stole property from you, it's just things. Who, yeah. Take a few minutes. Think yeah. about it. Breathe. And, and, and here's the thing. You got to think about this. So if you're a woman sending a photo or a guy, guys don't really care if their penis is online really probably. But but women, he's going to A, show it to his friends the second he gets it. Who's ever sitting next to him. And then when you break up, he might post it online. He might he might show all his friends. God knows what he's going to do with it. And there is he might pressure you into it. Because I believe all the young guys pressure women into sending, send me a photo, send me a photo. Unless and they're all send doing it to the me, selfie. It's like... Send it to Menace because he won't show anyone but me. Um, no, but really, <laughs> I, I just think, or her. cut your head off at least. Mm-hmm. And don't make it known as you. But just No, you, don't support cutting the head off. Well, I'm it's just saying they're going to do it anyway. So I'm just trying to give them an alternative. <laughs> but really, just don't do it. There's no reason. Why not just tell him to wait till he sees the real thing in person? Oh, that's just too much work. What is cutting that off? No, just waiting till seeing a person. Yeah, well, I just think, babe, I can't see that person in person. Like, 
And then people are doing it before they even meet someone, too. I know. That's kind of Like, they're tindering, and then they're like, oh, we're going to meet up, and then here's my breasts. Like, okay, let me ask you something. So once in a while, for the the radio show that I do here in Los Angeles, I have to cruise all the uh, Craigslist, Craigslist ads. And in the Craigslist ads, there'll be uh, man looking for woman. And it's a man showing dick pics. I know. Like, uh, does that turn you on at all? No, I never. I don't even want to see dicks at all mostly. But not that I don't like dicks. But uh-huh. if it's a dick that I choose to see. But a random dick is so not pleasurable. <laughs> like if someone sends you a dick pic, you're like, I, it has no meaning. Like women's yeah. bodies, beautiful breasts. Mm-hmm. A dick just sitting there, a bone, <laughs> erect dick. I mean, please don't do that. Men's really, penises people, are not attractive. So people do that on Craigslist. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I, I, and they're going to get responses? I, I don't know. I'm, but I scroll through all, like, all different types of, like, you know. Do you know who's the nastiest, <laughs> freakiest is a woman looking for women? Like, their descriptions, because, you know, women yeah. take time. Are they taking pictures of their vagina? Uh, oh, yeah. They're taking pictures of their vagina. Their are they waxed or not waxed? photos. Some are. Some, okay. you know. So what trans- are they saying? Like, I want to lick your. Like, just the most freakiest stuff they can think of. Uh, there was this one. I can think of some pretty freaky stuff. Well, so. there was this one. It was sisters looking for uh, a girl to hook up with. Two sisters? Two sisters, yeah. That's just wrong. You're not supposed <laughs> to hook up with your family. Isn't that illegal? In some states it is. Oh, speaking of illegal, yeah. <laughs> speaking of illegal. Um, so there was this couple, I was reading the news, and uh, they robbed a Walmart, okay? So they're, like, trying to steal steal some money from a Walmart. They get caught, and then they're making out through, like, the prison cell bars and all this stuff. And while the cops are looking up their information, comes to find out they're half-brother and half-sister. <gasps> are you serious? And then they go to... They go to him and they're like, hey, you're half brother, half sister. Like, oh, it's okay. We don't have the same mom. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. And then uh, they get out of jail and it comes back in the news because they get out of jail and they're hiding out in a hotel room because the uh, the husband of the girl finds out that they're like hooking up. Oh, my God. And then attacks her. And you think this is something I'm making up. <laughs> this but sounds this crazy. this is actually happening in America. Was it in Florida? It wasn't in Florida. No offense to Florida, I, I but... I believe it was somewhere in the Midwest. Right. I mean, oh, all the crazy... Michigan. Everyone knows all the crazy stuff happens in Florida. But. I know. It's true. That is crazy. Yeah. He finds out that they're hooking up with his yeah. half-sister. Oh, God. They're like, oh, we're just half. And we're going like, to rob a Walmart. The whole yeah. thing just gets worse and worse. It was bad. That's a bad story. So um, that's what's going on with that. But... That's good. Yes. What you else? Were in, you were in San Francisco. I was in our old place... Your your birthday. I was on my birthday. It was it was really fun. I hadn't been back, believe it or not, since I moved here. Like oh, I'd been back like once when mm-hmm. we did some shows, like a year and a half. I, I've been I moved a year and a half ago, and it was great. It was beautiful and sunny and all that. But everyone's complaining about how much the city's changed and oh, rents yeah, and all the craziness. And it was parking was significantly more difficult. Um, it just seemed crowded everywhere, but it was, you know, for mm. me, I got to see all my peeps at a birthday party I know. and I had like 15 people there and it was, it was a really nice dinner and I just kind of got to see all my friends, go to my favorite places and All right. Who'd like you that. hook up with? You know, I didn't, but I was open to okay. hooking up. Oh, no. Did she okay. have like a bunch of I did. I had three this? ex-boyfriends at my dinner and oh one of them, I, was, I we kind of hook up. I haven't hooked up with him in a long time because I had a boyfriend when I was leaving San Francisco, mm-hmm. but we've always like flirted and he came out here once to LA and we were supposed to meet up, but then I had to stay in New York for an extra day, whole thing. So I figured on my birthday, you know, like we're sitting next to each other. He's like mm-hmm. rubbing my leg, the whole thing. And. 
his best friends there who I'm friends with are saying like, oh, he's always had these feelings for you. And like you guys, so I'm like, it's okay, I'll, I'll look up with Of course you're night. eating it up because you love the attention. Oh, I love it. And <laughs> this guy's cute, you know, and we've been talking a lot and, you know, he's not seeing anyone. I'm not seeing anyone. So, but then he, it was, but it was a busy night. Like I was trying to talk to everyone and then he just left. He gave me a kiss. He's like, I'm leaving. Like, uh, you know, at the end of it, it was like, you know, 1230 at night. And then I thought. Yeah, but how many other people were around? Did you have any other ex-boyfriends around while he was still there leaving? Yeah, but no yeah, one that see, I but they'd have other girlfriends and that I'm not flirty yeah, with. He, he sat next to me at my birthday yeah, dinner. Yeah, but he doesn't know that, and he's not going to stick around. He's like, oh great, the other ex boyfriends are here. I'm not going to. He stick didn't know. I no, would have left like that. too. No, but then you I think, think that's confusing. That, but and then I'm all my man. friends were like, you weren't paying attention to him. You barely talked to him. I'm like, he was rubbing my leg under the table all okay. through dinner. Thing and then is, they said I didn't talk to him that much. Did all uh, three ex boyfriends know? That they were ex-boyfriends of you. Yes, of course. One of them's been like 10 years ex. The one that mm-hmm. I go to, uh, away with on trips and but, stuff. So do you introduce these guys to each other? They like, all know oh, each other. Oh, this is my ex-boyfriend. Oh, do they have like support groups? Yeah, after, they do. They do. There's, there's a 1-800 number. Like, how much no, my friends used to joke. My, no, not so a nightmare. <laughs> my friends used to have a joke that there was a support group for, for men that were. Because I usually used to end them in ways that weren't yeah, very just, particularly kind. Just dump them. Um, but I don't do that anymore because I just don't commit but I thought we were hooked up when he left and I meant to ask him about it because all night long it was like on on and I didn't really care it was good mm. to get a good night's sleep but no there was no sex yeah but did you and then uh, my friends were like you, you barely any... talked to him yeah maybe maybe I don't think signs. I was giving off the vibe that I would have been down with it but yeah. I totally would have been so now I'm like ah should I have but I wasn't gonna leave See, my part you know you screwed up I, I, yeah but I don't really care like I don't I, it would have been fun it would have been mm. a one-off it's fine it doesn't really count either like it's like we already know each other's bodies. It would have been good sex. Uh-huh. And we'd have gone home in the morning. All right. So here's another thing that happened while you were there. So you had your birthday celebration, mm-hmm. which sounded fun. You got to see all your friends. And, I mean, you didn't hook up, whatever. <laughs> but you also were involved in a, your first a porn. porno shoot. Exactly. My first where, porno shoot. Was there a double penetration? There was no triple? penetration. So here's why I was there. It was a coincidence. They <laughs> flew me up to do this porn. It's an indie porn, uh-huh. and it's all about a story. It's about this, this – I mean, the, the director, writer, he's, you know, won a bunch of awards for his short films, and it's like – it's a good story. It's about a couple who wants to open up their relationship and start mm. exploring. That so I was out. in a non-nudity scene, non-naked scene. Now, I was there for seven hours shooting. It was a dinner scene, and the couple comes in. It's like – I don't know if it's like at the beginning of the movie. I didn't read the script. It was like an 80-page script. But mm-hmm. I didn't have time, 200 pages. But I just know I was in the dinner scene where the couple comes into this house where we're having a dinner. And it's me, myself, and a few other sex educators. And they're like want to talk about like opening up and what it means and having an open, you know, having an open relationship. So I just had my clothes on and played myself. Sounds very um, deep. It, it was a deep. It is deep. But then towards the end, all the porn starts. Because after I left, the por- mm. that's when the sex was going down. And then all these porn stars. And literally, and they're all sitting around naked, rubbing each other's backs. And like it's just like a whole naked fest. Seriously. Like they all know each other. Oh, she's, and then this woman next to me, one of the Because por- the porn stars were at the dinner table. There was mm-hmm. like 15 of us. And they were going to have sex in the next scene. And she's like, oh, my God. I said, so that guy over there is so cute. You're t-. She's like, yeah, I had sex with him yesterday. She said, I've had sex with every guy at this table. Because it was like male porn stars. Yeah. I was like, wow. You get a re- That's crazy. <laughs> she's like, I've had sex with like every guy in this room. I'm like, that's amazing. Sounds like a birthday party. Fun. That's what you um, go home and talk to your mom about. I know exactly. Dad, it was you know, it was it was a good it was an interesting experience. But I, again, I didn't I didn't want to stay for the sex scenes because I'd been there all day and I'm tired and I'd already been on a porn set once years ago. And here's what I just found out: 
six years ago. And this is on my YouTube channel. You can check it out. I did. It's called like Emily is on a porn set or something. And it was probably about six or seven years ago when I first started the show and I went on a porn set. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. This is when we were on on, uh, Free FM. Mm -hmm. And the porn stars came in, the director. Yeah. And they came in the next day. We talked about this porn. Mm -hmm. Well, turns and the women came in. Turns out my friend, I saw my friend Steve in San Francisco, goes, do you remember that porn set we were on? I said, yeah. He goes, do you know that was James Dean's first film? You know, James Dean's a huge male porn star now. I didn't know that at the time. What? I didn't even interview him, but now he's a big deal. Didn't know that. So those are my experiences with porn. So they flew me up there. I got a free trip to San Francisco, had to do some porn and hung out with friends. Yeah, it was a good thing. That's great. um, Did they give a time on when it's going to come out? um, Probably like six months or something. What's the title again? I don't know. All right. I don't remember the title of it. I'll tell you all when it comes out. Yeah, who knows? Like, sex with but you know who else was in it? Was a Reed. Do you remember Reed, of course, from this Misadvised, the Bravo show? The, the guy, the kissing workshop? Yeah. The guy oh, who's in an open relationship and slept with like 30 women a month. Oh, yeah. He was there too. And he's like, I know you think I'm creepy because I called him creepy on national he television. He's creepy. I'm like, I don't think you're creepy. Per what? Se. He's totally creepy. He's what not creepy. He Reed, if you're creepy. listening, you're creepy. Okay. <laughs> Oops. Oh, so no. I spilled. We're totally getting kicked Hopefully out of no, the no, no, no technology was, was, was harmed in my spelling. Um, today's show, so, Menace, we've been getting so many emails from listeners lately. It's like blowing up. We always do. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Yeah. But... I just feel like we. I want to answer all your questions. I love hearing from you, and people are also hitting me up on Facebook on my Sex with Emily page. So we're just going to cover um, some relationships and a little bit of sex in the news today. It's a relationship-themed um, and some sex, but these are some of the topics. Flirting during deployment, um, giving compliments to your woman, of course. Mm-hmm. Boyfriend can't finish inside of her. Uh, and <laughs> a woman gets dry... And uh, has a problem with lube. And there's some other right. things we're going to see if we get to him something about threesomes. But we'll see how far we get here. Because we've got a lot to cover today. What's up with you, though? Anything I need to know? You guys, do, do you have a, a, a do you guys get a towel? <laughs> I love this sparkling there's ice juice. There's a bathroom juice. right outside the door that might have paper towels. I feel Thank bad. You. But I only spilled on one microphone. I um, uh, don't feel bad. I sent my What's going on with you? How's, how's your Woody day. Morning Show? It's good. It's good. It's on, um, if you live in Los Angeles, it's on Alt 98.7, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. so proud time. of you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, it's going well. And, you know, if you want to tune in and listen to it, uh, go ahead. It's okay. The live streams every day. Yeah, I, I listen. It's a morning show, but I didn't like that they were mean to you. Yeah, but, but that's, that's the morning show. Yeah. I get it because you're people mean to like me. Saying, yeah, people say that I'm mean to you, but that's just. You, you know, are mean to me. That's just how it is. You're not mean to me. You know? I, I don't think that menace is mean. I love menace. Like, I see menace, I squeal. I'm so excited. That's how much I like. Before, know. if you want behind the scenes, I'm like, ah, menace, I scream. I love seeing you. And if I didn't, you know, why would I be doing this? Why the hell would you be doing this for so many goddamn years? I know, right? Right. So I do love it here. And I, it's cool because it's good training for when. Uh, you know, relationship come. I mean, we don't talk about sex and relationships on the other show, but you know, sometimes there'll be something in the news. Oh, and you know, you know, I'm able to, <laughs> I'm able to talk about it. You're able you to know? talk intelligently about sex. Yeah. So you have learned something. I learned a couple things. You can always call me to call in. Yeah, if you, if you want. To. I'm not awake at six a.m. Yeah, but you're gonna be like, oh, they're making fun of me. No, no, no. They like can make it. fun of me. I can take it. Menace, I can take it. I just don't oh, like. Oh, we did mention you. the podcast on the show though. Sex with Emily. Yeah. Really? Thank yeah. you. What'd you say? I'm just saying. uh I think it was like a day after we recorded and they go, oh, I saw that you were out in Beverly Hills recording, you know, with Emily and stuff like that. Awesome. Love it. Okay. A little bit of sex in the news because we've got some good stories here. Crazy things going on. Okay. Grown men are drinking breast milk to bulk up. Oh, God. 
According to an article on today.com, more men than ever are turning to breast milk for dietary and fitness purposes. In a column out this morning, Today explains the purpose of the purpose behind men chugging bottles of boob juice and the benefits of breast milk for the still trying to grow boy. In an unusual twist, some men are turning to human milk in a quest to bulk up or improve their health, believing all the benefits it provides to infants can produce similar effects in adults. The trend is puzzling. Experts who say breast milk is meant for human babies, not human grown-ups. They were at the safety of it, obviously. So how are the men getting their hands on the breast milk? There's black marketing buying, of course. Yeah. It's not a product you can pick up at the store. It's only the breast.com. I don't even want to give that out. I don't think this is a good idea. They have it's men buying breast milk category since its inception four years ago. Experts weren't against it. Guys swear by it. Yeah, that's so true. They get on. the HGH or other performance-enhancing drug. I mean, why don't they try other things? Seriously. Yeah. Well, this has been going on for a while. And, yeah, the black market has been going on. There are people, yeah, Craigslist, again, posting things on Craigslist. But you don't know where that's coming from. No. You know? I mean, if it's your girlfriend or wife, whatever, even that's a little weird. But to who me, made but this up? I feel like it's a marketing ploy. They made it up. Like, you should drink breast milk. what? Well, there's not even, they don't even say what the health benefits. Like, it can't have similar effects. It doesn't even say no, that. No, it's just creepers out there that want to drink breast milk. And they're covering up by saying that it, it, they do. It's it not for even certified by the FDA. It's so stupid. But <laughs> Duh, I, I, it's not certified. I, by I the drink. FDA. I drink my. Well, to say that it's <laughs> so, so, like supplements are they're like. They're not selling it in the store. I know that's the problem. It's not even regulated. How do you know it's breast milk? It could just be you like don't. you don't know. Like fake, Although I, I did taste breast milk. I tasted my friend's breast milk once. She put it in a little cup, and I tasted yeah. it. Do you think no, that's gross? I okay. Mean, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but we all you dared know, each other. It was like yeah. my five best friends. We were all together people, and she had a baby. People do it. I, I was mean, like a if sip. If it was somebody that I and was, then I bulked up. Yeah. I was really, really big and bulky. <laughs> if it was somebody I was dating, I guess I would try it, but that's it. Oh, you would, or dating, or had a baby with. Yeah, for example, of course. Because if you were dating someone, I know, had breast milk lying around, and it was already had a baby with somebody else, that probably wouldn't be happening. <laughs> probably not. I'm like, ah, it's a good point. I don't want to deal with your baby daddy drama. Not exactly. Too much. Um, okay, I I love this because uh, this next survey, cheaters are worse than swingers for condom use, which is the stupidest thing ever. Because cheaters are the ones who are going to bring the diseases back home, and. You know, swingers are too. I'm glad that swingers are using condoms. But swingers are like cheating and not using condoms, and then they're going to mess up. I think also, like, probably swingers are prepared, though, too. Right. They and know cheaters that are like, I'm wasted, and um, there's a hot chick, and we're, it's not yeah. usually premeditated cheating. So people who were sexually unfaithful without their partner's knowledge were less likely to practice safe sex than those who had other sexual relationships with their partner's consent. The study found that cheaters were more likely to, to be under the influence of drugs and alcohol at the time See? of the encounter. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Because when you're drinking, whatever, we're just going to do this, it'll be fun. Like your inhibitions are lowered, I'll have an affair, and then you have no condoms on you. And do you realize what a risk this is putting your partner because you're going to go back home and sleep with her and most people have some kind of disease. It's just not smart at all. So only a University of Michigan study, my alma mater, mm-hmm. found, so it must be right, found only 27% of cheaters used condoms for vaginal and anal sex. Please people not even for anal who those in open um those in open sexual relationships use them 35 percent of the time drug and alcohol use was 64 percent higher for non-monogamous couples both cheaters and swingers so monogamy can be an effective method for preventing the spread of stas obviously but only if couples test negative for stas at the start of a relationship and remain faithful when together if they're not faithful you just never know so it's just stupid people if you're gonna i mean don't cheat but if you're gonna cheat use did you hear there's a new scd coming out of san francisco no yeah it was you being serious I feel like this is going to be no, a joke. No, no, no. 
what is it? What is it? I honestly, I don't know. I, I just uh, been hearing it on the news and uh, it's online. only based in San Francisco. They said it came out of San Francisco. Yeah. Oh my God, a new STD. That's yeah. all we need. Watch um, out, patient zero. Anyone seriously? From San Francisco. See, I'm glad I didn't have sex in San Francisco. <laughs> Whew, thank God he left a new the party. Plenty going on. Thank God. There. Okay, I love this one too because it's about cuddling. All right. My favorite thing in the world. Post-coital cuddles are key to better sex lives. Menace. You're not a cuddler. Yeah, no, I love cuddling. You do? I do. I just For like two seconds. Yeah, just for a little while, and then it gets too hot, and I'm just like, get off of me. You, you know? push her off and roll her off the bed? Yeah, just <laughs> actually kick her in the ass. Do like, you? Get away. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> okay, so what do you do straight after sex can have a huge influence in the success of your relationship, researchers have claimed. So when you kick her in the ass, probably not successful. They say that kissing and cuddling after sex leads to a more satisfying and happier relationship. They advise post-sex cuddles can boost the affectionate side of a relationship. When people think of sex, they tend to be focused on intercourse or orgasm. The research suggests that other affectionate aspects of sex are important for sexual and relationship satisfaction. Okay, you always say this kind of stuff. Now, my thing is, you never put a, a time on it. You say, oh, you should cuddle, right? But never... Oh, you should cuddle for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. It's right here. Ready? Okay. In the online survey, participants reported that they engage in affectionate behavior for an average of 15 minutes after sex. Jesus. In the second study, couples were asked to cuddle for longer than an average duration. The couples who spent extra time together reported feeling more satisfied with both their sex lives and their relationship with their partner. The afterglow of post-sex affection proved to be long-lasting for couples. With participants reporting higher levels of satisfaction. I think it's true. It's the oxytocin, the cuddle hormone, you know, that gets emitted after sex from your body. It makes sense. I'm There's only a... so many minutes in the day, Monday through Friday. 15 minutes is really too long for you? 15 minutes? Uh, well, within probably 15 minutes, I'll fall asleep on you. I know. That's a problem is that men fall right asleep. Yeah. And women do sometimes. But it's just nice to, I mean, I think cuddling is just is, is so important. I can't date a non-cuddler. I can't date someone who's unaffectionate. I'm not saying I'm all PDA in public. I mean, sometimes I am, but I, I just, I need to cuddle. Like, I almost sometimes, you know, I'm just a chick, but like, I like to cuddle even more than sex sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the mood. I just want to make sure I cuddle. I love <laughs> right. it. I know. We okay. can cuddle, just don't talk a lot. Okay. Um, have you heard about the um, right to, what did you say? Don't talk about it? No, just don't talk a lot. Remember you dated that guy? He made you... Stop talking after a certain hour. Yes, we've all heard this. this that's the guy I'm still best. He was at my birthday party. It's like 10 years ago. And I'm I like, wanna, I talk for a living. I want to give that guy a hug. I think you've met him. He's like, Emily, is there any way you think we could maybe not talk after 8 o'clock at night and before hell 8 a.m.? Yeah. I'm like, hell no. I can't stop talking. This is what I do. This guy's genius. And dude, I don't talk all the time when I'm alone. I, I spend a lot of time alone where I'm not talking, even to myself. And when I'm with someone, I don't talk the whole time. I don't think. No one's ever complained except for this one guy. Obviously, we weren't meant to be together. And he was a loner. Okay, so have you heard about the women campaign for the right to go topless with the free the nipple movement? Yes, I have. Why does it bother you? No, I just... It's about Scott Willis, the 22-year-old daughter of Demi Moore and Bruce Willis. She caused a stir when she strolled topless through New York City to protest internet censorship. And it appears she's part of a bigger movement, free the nipple. Okay, so again, you're not going to find a guy that's against, I mean... That a straight guy that's against this, all right? But the thing is, saying internet censorship, it's they're they're talking about Instagram, okay? So Instagram's policy is not to have have nipples showing on Instagram. Do you know what? You don't own Instagram. I'm right. sorry. 
So it's not like an American right freedom of speech thing where Instagram needs to be forced to be able for you to show your nipples. I'm sorry. It's just you if you want to show your nipples, start your own freaking right, do it on your website. You know? I get it because it's like a family friendly app. Like, I mean, I, I do get it. I don't think it's necessary because people are following her. She's got fans, you know, I mean, well, so- do you know who really started this was Rihanna. So Rihanna. Uh, took some photos, some topless photos, and she tried to post them on Instagram. Th- then they got taken down. So what did she do? She just went and posted them on Twitter because Twitter doesn't have a policy. Twitter doesn't have a policy at all. Are they no. going to, though? I heard they might now. Well, if they do, then... Facebook does because my Facebook yeah, page yeah. and my sex without my Facebook page, I've gotten... One time it got shut down like years ago, mm-hmm. and then I got it back up. But but then recently I post something, and then when I logged on to Facebook, they're like... Alert, you have to, we deleted this post from your Facebook page. Yeah. I don't even remember what post it was. Be well, careful. Also, it's not like they're they're monitoring it. It's people that, there's people, people that are like your page and they're complaining about it. So also, you know, if people, if you get a message like that, it's it's people that are following you and paying attention to you that are shutting you down. It's not... It's not the company. The company's just going by whatever the community right. wants. I wonder if that is, if it's someone you think complained. It is. Because there's no way Facebook's like, let's check out what sex with them we yeah, do today. Yeah. Uh, they're, they have more important things to do. Okay. So, well, I mean, if you want to sh- show your boobs all day, I I support it. But again, you don't own Instagram, so don't get all upset and high and mighty on how they won't let you show your breasts online. Right. But get the thing is, yourself. they say women are regularly kicked off Instagram for posting photos with any portion of the areola exposed while photos sans nipple, without their nipple, degrading as they may be, remain unchallenged. So, so so what? I'm sorry if that's I know what they it's Instagram's do, policy. I get do. it. I get it. People don't, you know, and I get it. My it's nieces like follow people, Rihanna. Like, you know, they don't need to see pictures of, of her, her her nipples. Yeah, I'm and, just, do, and young boys. It's just so, they're already gonna find it anyway online. So people, so people are just so entitled these days. They think like if they have you know an opposite thought of somebody, they just want to argue. And get people to like come over to their side. Like, but there's things all about women's the... worth and judging their bodies that women should feel free to express and show their naked bodies. And I think then that people should like, reel it in. You can make a website, right? And do it all day long, right? I know. I, I agree. I believe that people have to be careful because no what happens when you're you. like going to like apply for a job, right? And then you're like nipples have been all over the internet. I'm it's sorry, like but you're, you're you could work for me. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> care, but but most of your yeah. employers would care. And you're you're Wilson. You're family has millions of dollars. If you want to start an app, I'm sure they would help you out. That's true. It's a good point. She should be an enterprising young person, not just living off her trust fund. I like it. Okay. Um, we can move on to the emails. All right. From the people, because I love hearing from you all at feedback at sexwithemily.com. Uh, hello, Emily. I'm 36 years old. have been married for nearly 17 years to my high school sweetheart. Oftentimes during deployment, my wife has never felt open enough to send a flirty pic, Skype online, or be adventurous in any way. I know in the past that if I were to send her a pic to get her attention, she would know I was seeking her out, which would make her feel appreciated. I'm doing temporary duty out of state. She's reluctant to be adventurous. I don't want to push her for fear of causing a fight, but on the other end of the spectrum, I feel disheartened due to the lack of intimacy. When home, she rarely initiates a bedroom romp. She doesn't like oral, nor does she go for a lot of foreplay. I'm physically fit, financially stable. I've given her everything a husband could give a spouse. I'm often complimented on my looks and fragrance. (laughs) Yet she is, for lack of a better word, a prude. Your assistance is greatly appreciated. Respectfully, Nathan. Dumper. They've been together 17 years. It's like, how are you going to try to change somebody? This is so common. Okay, people, listen. 
He's been in a relationship for 17 years and he's emailing me like I get every day. People do not talk to their partners about what their sexual desires and needs are because they're going to change in the relationship after the first nine months, two years. You're going to stop having sex as much. Things are going to change and they don't talk about it. It's like it's like the elephant mm-hmm. in the room. We don't know how to have the conversation. And then all of a sudden you wake up 17 years ago by and he's not being sexually satisfied. So I don't think, I mean, it sounds like you're angry, but it doesn't sound like Nathan that you, you can't force her to do anything. It's not like you're going to be like, Send me a naked picture. She probably doesn't even feel sexy enough to send you a naked yeah. picture. She doesn't know how. She doesn't know what you mean. Because you're starting it like the, with the problem, and you're not going back to where it all started. Yeah. Maybe I jumped the gun by saying, cut her off. Yeah, you did. Again. But that's like you. <laughs> but I, I do agree with you. Like, talk everything out. You know, you have nothing to lose. You're not getting anything right now anyways. So exactly. see what she has to say about it. And you love her and you want to be with her. So there might be some things. And, and, and understand it can be hard to start the conversation with someone when you never have talked about it. You know, you've been together 17 years and obviously you're going to talk about the sex because people have so much shame around it or guilt that they don't know how to do it. But I think you do have to say, babe, I'm gone. I I really miss you when I'm gone. And, and, I, and I, you know, I or I've been thinking when you get back, Nathan, because I don't think you should talk to her about sending the picture because it's not about the picture. And just when you get back, say... I love our sex life. I really want to bring it to the next level, keep having sex again, or, you know, not, I used to love our sex. I don't know. They should go back to how it was at the beginning, first of all. Did you have great sex at the beginning, Nate? I'm assuming because you married her. It was good. You can start talking about, you know, how it was at the beginning. You can start exploring together. And you can say, you know, let's go to a sex toy store. Let's watch some porn. Let's tell me about some of your fantasies. What's the most memorable time we've ever had sex out of these 17 years? What are your top five times? I mean, that's a great way to get started. That's a great, like, non-confrontational way to say, you know, she says, oh, that time we were on vacation in Hawaii, I felt so free, you know, maybe she, you guys go to a hotel for a night. And then, you know, ask her, like, what, so, I mean, you're saying she's a prude, she doesn't initiate sex, oral, does she orgasm? I'm curious if she masturbates. If she does, what does she think about? Sometimes when you add a new element, again, if you, you know, buy a toy together or you watch porn, um, it can be a great way to bring couples together. I mean, you, it's, it sounds like she might be a little prude. You might not want to jump into the porn. But again, it all comes back to communication. And I know this seems like really hard and you probably have a lot of anger in you, Nathan, right now. It sounds like you do or a lot of resentment. But when you start having this conversation about sex with her, it sounds like for the first time that you have to be very gentle, not accusatory, not like you won't let me go down on you and you won't send me a naked picture and I'm very frustrated because she's just going to lash back at you. Whenever you start a confrontation with your partner with, you know, negative things and attacking them, they're not even going to hear what you're saying. So you can just say, I feel, I love you. I love our relationship. And I just feel that when we're together sexually, there's so much more fun that we can have. What's been, you know, how are you feeling about it? And what would you like? And you got to talk to her. And there might be some deeper issues here. So, you know, maybe you might need some counseling, some therapy to get through it. If you want to stay with this woman after 17 years, um, I would say that you got to make this like like priority number one. Yes. Especially because you're not in town that much and intimacy is what connects you and you need to have good sex. Emily, you keep saying to compliment your woman about her looks. Not all women are beautiful. <laughs> she may have been beautiful when you got married, but now oh, she's fat damn. and ugly. Do you want us to lie? Signed, Anonymous. Wow. Okay, anonymous. Mr. Anonymous. Here's we're, the thing. We're keeping it 100 right now. I'm not saying that you need to tell. When I say beautiful, compliment her 20 times a day, I'm not saying every time you got to say you're hot, you're hot, you're hot, you're hot. First of all, and I have said this before, what I'm saying is make her feel good, make her feel cherished about something. I am sure that there is still something that you love about your partner. And if you're feeling that your partner is fat and ugly, it sounds like you've got larger fish to fry here because that's a terrible thing to say about your partner. Um, 
And I don't want you to lie, but I want you to find some beauty that you do see in her because it's not all about, you know, I'm not talking about her looks. I'm not saying you have to say nice ass. You could say like, I love, you know, that you are so, the dinner that you cooked tonight or you were so fun tonight at this party or you're doing great at your work. Something that makes her feel good and not just saying it's all about the looks. Um, And you don't find her beautiful right now I think that you again have I mean you think she's fat and ugly this is harsh I don't like this at all do I want you to lie no but maybe you could talk to her about maybe she's got low self-esteem maybe it's because you think she's fat and ugly and she knows you think that so you're not doing anything to help the situation here so maybe you can offer like let's go for a walk let's do something together you know I'm sure if she's feeling fat she probably feels overweight too so you should be supportive of your of your partner um, not, you know, criticizing or emailing me about it. But when I talk about complimenting, I mean, you can email me about anything because people do. But again, I'm talking about women want to feel cherished. Men want to feel appreciated. And so whatever you can do in your language in a day-to-day basis when you're with your partner to facilitate those feelings would be a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, and then do something active, you know. Yeah, and go see on what hikes. Response is. Yeah. Some people don't want to do things that are active, then... You know, what are you going to be able, then you're going to have to look at your relationship. And exactly. See, you got to look at other things because it sounds there. like you have some like resentment and, and, and maybe you're fat and ugly too. Oh, um, wow. No, but I just want to understand. I'm like, yeah, you're hot, baby. You're hot. Like I wouldn't want a guy to tell me you're hot, baby, 20 times a day. And that's not what I'm talking about. It's just about appreciating and cherishing. Yes. Do you cherish your girlfriend, Rose? Yes. Do you tell her she's pretty? Do you tell her that uh, you like her? You appreciate things she does for you? Yes, every day. Because every day? she does everything for me. What does she do? Um, she cooks for me every single day. She does all the laundry. She cleans the entire house. She makes Uh, you dinner every night? Huh? Every night? Every night, night. yeah, yeah. And then... Like a big meal? Hmm? Like a meal? Like you come home... Yeah, a full meal. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, and even like when I have so much work stuff, she helps me out and does like some of my work stuff for me. Wow. And what do you do for her? I, uh, am a provider and a protector. (laughs) Oh, I guess. That's I don't nice. know. That's good. Yeah. That's sweet. A I mean, I take that out all the time. Right. I mean, what I do this You weekend, still go home with a hot... How many people really... That's so nice that she uh, makes dinner. Yeah, what I do this weekend, I took her somewhere. Damn, I cannot really remember. really fun no, and no, 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 no. I uh Okay, Saturday, I we went and had dinner at, at dinner. Uh, lunch at Disneyland. And we had some, like awesome drinks and then we went and saw that uh that movie the fault in our stars okay which is like number one it's like some chick movie about uh cancer and you saw a chick movie yeah a chick movie and then we did that and then we went and saw neighbors another movie and then i took her last night to go see 22 jump street so oh, we're good. like doing stuff all the time That's, you guys are fun yeah fun little couple okay good i'm glad you sound like you're in a good did place. a lot of movies did you have sex this weekend yes how was it? <laughs> it was good. Now I'm just trying to think when. I don't know. I'm really tired. You're blacked out. Sorry. That's okay. Um, um, but first, okay, now I have to um, just cut for a second and okay. just want to say hello to my sponsors and thank everyone again for listening to the show. And, you know, we want to keep it free. We want to keep it interesting. And I want to do two shows a week, if possible five shows a week. So thanks for um, supporting my sponsors. I know a lot of you out there live in the L.A. area or come here often. The Hustler Hollywood Store should be your main destination for the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for to spice up your life. Um, Your sex life, Hustler Hollywood, is the perfect date night spot. If you're in a relationship, 
browse their selection of sexy products. She can go try. They have them. We were just there. We had a field trip, a sex mm-hmm. family field trip there. Did I you saw see the that pictures? On Instagram. It was so fun. The store is so massive, and they have parking. That's huge. Um, and they have all this lingerie, like a whole room of just lingerie and sh- these se- crazy sexy shoes and every toy on the planet that you could imagine times ten for men, for women. They've got DVDs. They've got a cafe. The whole thing. So browse their selection of sexy products. See what gets you both turned on. Again, this is a great way to spice it up if you don't want to talk about bring her somewhere like this. Um, the way you can avoid this way you can avoid any awkward conversations about sex and go right to the source. And I'm doing a workshop there if you're in the LA area on July 16th. It's called How to Blow His Mind. And I'm teaching it from at eight o'clock at night. So we'll have more information on that. So nice. check out House for Hollywood. Also, more sex more on sex stuff. If you want to buy some toys, um, I gotta tell you about goodvibes.com. They carry all the best sex toy brands. You can get the new Vibrotex toys, the girls, they're great clitoral stimulators. They have the rabbit. So you know the rabbit rabbit yeah. it's been around forever so the rabbit used to be this clunky heavy thing and it's like had like double d batteries i'm not kidding you is that mm-hmm. something double d's right yeah that just boobs no the mm-hmm. batteries those big freaking yeah. batteries but now it's like really lightweight the new rabbit habit and i just got one and it's amazing it has like all this functionality where you can control the little flicky part and the in the shaft part uh-huh. um it's uh, they're from vibrotex they have the rabbit habit the dahlia they also have the uh magic wand my all-time favorite and if you use coupon code GVEMILY20, you can get 20% off. So go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Good Vibrations banner, and it'll take you to my store. And I've and you'll see all the toys that I love there. So again, go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibes.com, uh, click on the good, good Vibes banner, use coup, coupon code GVEMILY20 for 20% off. Why Are you can't drunk I talk? right now? I wish. Okay, so you know why you said, "Oh, did you have sex?" And I paused. Because I know. I was still, <laughs> I was still trying to think what we did on Friday, and I took her to an Italian restaurant. On Friday. Oh, nice. That's why. Really? That's what I forgot. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. See, I do all that's that kind of romantic. Stuff. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you're not a good boyfriend. I just, I just had to come with you on a date one time. I'll be quiet. I just want to watch no you with way. the girl. Not hmm. gonna happen. Why? She loves me, your girlfriend. So you're talking about all the sex toys and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I had a flashback of something that was funny. Um, when I was a kid, I found this box and it was, it was like in the eighties and my, my mother was really into, and still is into gardening. Right. And I guess my dad got this as a joke, but, um, you know, flowers, they'll be really tall and long, right? right. Like, I don't know, a daisy or something, right. or just like any old flower. Right. It's a really long stem coming out of the ground. Well, I guess my dad found something where you, uh, they're like these hollow penises, and you put them over the flower, so it looks like penises are growing out of the ground. <laughs> I don't know you why. Saw I that just, I that's funny. That. Yeah. Is your dad funny? Yeah, yeah, my dad's hilarious. That's funny. He so he, yeah, he bought the that. penises. It's tough. And I don't know how he did this, but he used to. It would be early in the morning, and my dad used to convince my mom, like, it would dare her to go run outside and grab the newspaper naked and then she would go do it and then he would lock her out of the house. Are you serious? I swear to God. And you remember this? I remember, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. That's cute. But they're hilarious. not married. They're not together anymore, are they? They're not, no. No, but sounds like you they know, had some good times. I guess nothing's forever anymore. That's hilarious. I remember my first second. I just remember this when you were saying this. So when I was like, I must have been, and I was like an innocent kid. I must have been like 13 or 14. And my dad, he was a lawyer. And for all of his clients, he would send them like like this uh, for the holidays. He'd send them this this catalog and it'd say, pick anything out in here. It was like from Macy's or something, one of those mm-hmm. department stores, and, and, and I'll send it to you. It was like that was his gift to his yeah. clients. And it was like, you know, everything in there was probably like 30 bucks and you can pick anything. It looks mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's like, you yeah. know, you can get a toaster, you can get the set. So I got 
what looks like the Hitachi magic wand. I got it. I, but they said it was yeah. a back massager. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's so cool. I'm going to, I'm going to get that because that probably feels really uh-huh. good on your back. Like as a massage, yeah. I, I didn't know about anything. And I remember ordering it and getting it. And then it like disappeared from my room, like a, a few weeks later. <laughs> and I never knew what happened to it because I didn't know that it was actually a vibrator. Really? Yeah. I just had that memory. I got to tell my mom about that. Cause she probably was like, I'm going to take this. Sweet. Yeah. She probably still has it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she does. I got to bring her some stuff. It's toys. funny because like, also if you go to like sharper image or, um, I don't know, what is it? A Brookstone and stuff like that. They have all these little like vibrating toys right. that look like sex toys, but they say that they're massagers. Right. But they are probably sex toys. Yeah. It's crazy because it, then you'll see like all the kids in there like, because everyone like plays with everything and right. stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it feels dude, good to me. Is, I was like, oh, yeah. that looks like it'll feel good yeah. on my back. It doesn't do anything. It's so funny. There are vibrators everywhere now. It's true. And mm-hmm. I actually spent the weekend because I got this huge new box from Good Vibes. Because we do a lot of sex toy reviews, and there'll be more coming up. We're actually gonna bring back an old favorite segment called Intern Sex Toy Review Day. Remember we used to do that, Manus? Yeah. And so we got to go on Good Vibes site. Everyone got to got, got to pick new vibrators that they want. And so we just had this huge shipment. And it's hilarious because everyone in the office building, like, they're like, open the, the guys at the front. They're like, open that package now. And so we had to open the package and show them everything that's inside. And there's like 20 crazy vibrators, which are all amazing. But I had to test some too. And so I went around my house the other day. And seriously, I had extension cords. Every outlet was filled with like 15 toys charging all over my house. So I'm proud to say that I actually have enough extension cords and outlets to make Your this happen. Your power bill must be insane. I know. It must be. When um, are they going to come out with the uh, solar-powered vibrator? Oh, See, no. That would, be, that, would, that would be a bummer. <laughs> that would be just akin to a vibrator running out of batteries right when uh-huh. you're about to have an orgasm. Um, solar-powered? No. Mm. But these are all great because they're all rechargeable and waterproof like most vibrators are now these days. Um, so, okay. Next email. Dear Emily, I'm 37 years old dating a 41-year-old man. I'm divorced and have a young son. Coming from a sex-dead marriage, I'm in a sexual awakening. My boyfriend is hot, sexy, and loves to pleasure me. I'm enjoying a new depth to my sexual life, but I've noted what I perceive may be an issue. My boyfriend can't seem to come inside me. He gets erect quickly and stays hard long enough to deliver multiple orgasms for me. He goes down on me, loves to watch me, pleasure myself, but generally he either doesn't orgasm at all, and if he does, he needs to jerk himself off or he likes to come in my mouth. This doesn't bother me necessarily because I am always satisfied, and I know he usually gets off, but when he doesn't or when he needs to finish himself off, I start to worry that there's something more I can do or if this is a problem. Please help. Thanks, Jessica. So Jessica, what it sounds to me is that your boyfriend has a case of what we call delayed ejaculation. It's the, uh, just that, like paternal ejaculation, uh, this is delayed. And it's very, very common actually in men to just not be able to ejaculate during intercourse. And there's really nothing, it's not because you're not hot enough or sexy enough or it's not. Because a lot of women take the blame. They're like, why am I not turning him on enough? It's very, very common. Um, I, I'm wondering, at least he can ejaculate, though, by or through oral sex or if he jacks himself off. So if you help him add some lube to the equation, I don't really see it being a problem if he's not upset by it. He could, you know, get checked out by his doctor. Maybe there's something else going on or if he's taking any medication. But I do hear this all the time about delayed ejaculation. And there's just some guys, for whatever reason, cannot orgasm during sex. But thank God he can do it with a hand job or blow job or, you know, jerking himself off. I used to be this guy. Really? Yeah, because see, you're, you're thinking. Oh, you're I know. Thinking it. 
No, no, not because I, I wanted. Yeah, I just I didn't want to get a. I just didn't want to get a chick pregnant. And if you are a, a girl that already has a kid, then he's like, oh my god, I might bring another one in this world. If you're not, you know, having the conversation that you want to have a kid, then he can mentally like hold out. Right. You know. But they're probably using protection. I hope you're using protection, Jessica. Um, no, then I mean, this that whole email wouldn't be. Uh, about this if they were using protection like a guy you know okay but she but but maybe she's on the pill yeah but he's still i mean you think you think it's psychologically he's still thinking he could get her but that was your right i mean there could be a lot of things going on i mean a lot of people's sex issues are related to issues they have from growing up Mm. repressed sexual homes you know it could be their religion he doesn't want another kid i don't know if that's it i mean honestly you can ask him though jessica talk to him say listen babe i would love you know if you could ejaculate inside me but are you cool with it this way or is it something that's always gone on ask him you guys have been together you're having great sex you're having multiple orgasms i'm jealous i love that and he's pleasing you and you're having a satisfied sex life you actually said you're having a sexual awakening which i love that makes my heart jump that she said i love people having sexual awakenings does he even want to do that she just wants it well here's the thing it's her thing she's wondering yeah. if it's a problem and i'm saying jessica it's only a problem if it's a problem to you or a problem to him but if you're both cool with it there's no problem here yeah that's all i'm gonna say no problem because so many people email me like am i normal is this okay i don't see a problem here because you're both getting off it's just not mm-hmm. traditional that he's coming inside you so i would just say though it can't hurt to talk to him about it and just yeah. say what's up is it's not it? tradition because i was with the guy once who i think we were together like six months and he probably only ejaculated like three times mm-hmm. And I knew, like, I talked to him about it. He's like, this is my thing. I'm like, okay, fine. So we'd still have sex, and I'd have my pleasure, and who knows? I mean, he was just like, one time he did, it was like 50 minutes. It was like an hour of, like, blowjob. It was like a whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, and I don't mind, but it was like every time. So then it just became like, you know, that he work. dealt with it. But he said to me, yeah, this is my thing. It's been common my whole life, and you live with mm. it. So, Jessica, you're fine, but just talk to him about it if you're concerned. That's what I got to say about that have you heard so that used to happen to you but then it changed menace yeah and now you have no problem no ejaculating problem. all over the goddamn place i'm like ah whatever whatever okay, happens okay. but you don't want a baby i don't <laughs> i love that no not knocking people that do i just i no it's you just used so to much... well, i feel like you used to be more traditional like you wanted a baby and settled down and yeah marriage. but i just don't work in an industry where we don't make any money <laughs> <laughs> i just don't Bottom work line. in an industry where i feel it's fair for me to have a kid where I could just, you know, be a provider one day and then the next day not pro- be able to provide. The universe like if I was provides working... for you, though. That shouldn't be a reason not to have a baby. If that's your real reason, well, and then you're the doing kids fine. kids are just effing annoying, Well, man. that's a whole nother story. You know? <laughs> it's not about money. Yeah, kids. Like, I can be around kids for a little while, but Jesus Christ. You know, like, I don't know how you do it. I know. I think that our, mothers and fathers why, are our brave heroes. It. Yeah, and if you love your kid, more power to you. And you, if you have a good time, it's cool. But, I mean... Don't look at me because I just don't want to have kids. Right, I it's just, fine. you know, want to. I don't actually... think you're wrong. I don't think you're like murdering young children or <laughs> anything bad. A lot of people don't want kids. And especially because of the way our culture is now. And, and in this generation, it's this people are delaying marriage. They, they're living mm. alone. They're realizing, oh, this is pretty good. I'm independent. They're not. People are deciding not to have children and getting married and more so than ever. Like yeah, during I... my mom's generation, it was like, you had to be married at 22, have a kid by 25. Like you didn't even think yeah, about it's it. Yeah, crazy. And in some ways I wonder like did my mom have it easier because she really just like there was no – you just had a kid. You just yeah. did it. You had not got a kid by 25, 26. It was yeah, like what I you did. Know, and they had another one. I would say everyone that I know that got married early or had a kid, kid early, probably 80% of them are not with the people that they, I know. 
they That's why you shouldn't get married before you're 30. Do you know what's crazy is also um, I was reading some some numbers about now that you know everyone's getting divorced and now they're they're living with people we're saying about you know people in their 50s they're just not getting married again. They're in a relationship, they live with somebody but they just don't want to deal with yeah, because it's the scary. marriage. Yeah, the divorce. Thing. Yeah, because the marriage. Look, and then if you're divorce. fifty years old, you know a lot of people are living in, you know, to their seventies, eighties. That's another thirty years of your life. Right. You when know? all these marriage things were happening earlier on, we were people weren't were living as long. It was a different mm-hmm. world when we were like till death do us parting and be with one person. Now we're living like 30, 40 more years than we were. And yeah. it makes sense that the divorce rate is higher. And and I think it's good to wait to not to jump into their marriage. My mom it was actually her third marriage, but she did she was with my stepdad who she's been with for thirty years, but they they waited ten years before they got married. They met my mom was like forty mm-hmm. something and he was fifty and they waited ten years and now they're married, but they weren't gonna rush into it. Yeah. After two other failed marriages. Don't get me wrong. I would love to. I would love to get married too, uh, and you know, hopefully it would last forever. You know, but again, and now more and more, I it sucks because you don't even look at the love side of it. You just look at financial side of it and like how much of a burden it can be if it doesn't work out. Right. That's why you have a prenup. Prenup. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it's just kidding. like you know, you. No matter if you have a prenup or not, you have a house that you share. I know everything. You got to split it all up. So know. I just better not to be in a relationship, not to live with anyone ever. Just no, no. I think living with no, somebody I get is it. totally fun, and I love it. But um, no, I, I know I get it. Emily I, doesn't even, you know. Well, I've never think, lived with anyone. I know, except for my. You need mother. that experience. It's so much fun. I know, I know. I haven't met anyone that I feel like living with yet. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I see them frequently, and then I leave. Mm-hmm. But then you also find out really quickly, like, okay, is this person compatible with me? Or but can't not? you find that anyway, just from dating or when you, when you live in? I know you when can, you're moving together, you learn. Then you start to bug each other and you stop having sex. This is, I'm kidding. This is crazy. I know it works for many people. I have a friend who um, got married not too long ago and they didn't live together before they got married. Okay. Because she's like, oh, she's just like, she's, traditional. she's kind of a person that likes her own space, right? And I go, you are freaking crazy. You need to live together before you get married. She's like, no, there's no. different schools it's, of thought no, on that. It's not, it's not traditional or anything. She just like, she just likes her own space. See, I get that. And I go, that is. Then why are you you? Why are you getting married? You know. And she tells me now that uh, after that they're married, that they go into two separate rooms. Well, you know that's really common now that people people do that. They have like separate bedrooms. They have separate spaces. Some people have separate homes. That's insane. It is Why kind of insane. That's just, that's just so useless. It's uh, going to be like that. It's kind of, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know if it's useless. I think that maybe it's the solution. If people, because the whole notion of getting married and living together and becoming one is not conducive to enhancing your sex life and your, mm. your, your intimacy in that way. Because then like you share everything, you see each other every day and the things that are make sex and relationships interesting is when there's a mystery and surprise and and you don't see each other all the time so I kind of like I don't I think that can work like couples who like travel who are together but like one of them travels a few days a month like those couples are doing pretty well they're like I'm so happy he's gone I'm happy when he's back like you need space and I don't think couples do a good enough job as taking space from each other because they think we have to do everything together we have to share everything together but then it no longer feels you no longer look at that person as like a 
sexual being. It's more like your best friend and they annoy you and they didn't pick up their socks and you don't want to have sex with them. Yeah, but you want infinite space. <laughs> I do want infinite space. I don't want anyone in my space. I don't want anyone coming over, really. Um, okay, so next question. Emily, I love your show. I never miss an episode. I have a concern about what happens sometimes when my boyfriend and I have sex. Sometimes, if we have sex for a long amount of time, past 30 minutes, I tend to dry out, even though a few minutes before I would have, been, I would have very wet orgasms. Is it possible that I could run out of my own juices? I stay hydrated very well. I'm only 22. I'm really concerned because I like to have sex for a long amount of time, and my boyfriend does too, but I can tell he gets disappointed when we have to switch to lube. All help and tips are welcome. Signed, Kate. Oh, Kate, I love this question because you are going to allow me to make a very, very important point right now. You all have got to cut the stigma with lube. People think that lube is if, you're, if there's a problem. There's a stigma. She's dry. There's discomfort. What am I doing wrong? She's not wet enough, so therefore I'm not pleasing her, and guys turn their nose up at lube. But women, there's a study that came out, many studies, Women who reach for lube during the deed report significantly higher levels of satisfaction and pleasure compared with women who don't. And this is according to Indiana University, who's a leading sex education university. It's the extra slip inside made sex more satisfying and more comfortable sex tends to be more um, sizzling sex. Also, there's no normal amount of wetness. And different times a month, you might be more wet than others. But if you're wet most of the time and you guys are going for 30 minutes, there's nothing wrong with adding lube. It's like, and this is why I started my Emily and Tony line. I said, I met Tony, who's a, you know, skincare guru and he's an old friend and we were having dinner in San Francisco a few years ago. And I said, I think there needs to be a lube on every nightstand. It pisses me off that like people, that you got to start dating someone, you got to be like, do you mind the lube because there's all these issues. It enhances sex. Ask anybody, even if you're wet, you know, you it, it can even add more to it. And and if you're wet, you get dry after a while. After 30 minutes of anything, you're going to get dry. After 30 minutes of exercising, if you had a whole glass of water before, you're going to be thirsty again. So your body can't stay wet that entire time. So it's completely normal to, to, to use lube. Um, and we actually do have a lube that is waiting FDA approval at Emily and Tony. It's not out yet. But so there's also other things. It could be stress, low estrogen, birth control pills. Um, there could be other stuff going on, Kate, but you're a young woman. And, and honestly, 30 minutes is, is, is just about the time you should be adding the lube, if not before. And you, there's so many great lubes out there. Like, um, if you, again, if you go to goodvibessexonly.com, click on the Good Vibes banner, there's the Please Lube by Good Vibes, which I really like. I love Uber Lube. I like Liquid Silk. Um, just leave them there in nightstand. And he just, have him listen to this, that it's going to enhance your experience. It has nothing to do with him turning you on. It's not a bad thing. It was that goddamn movie. We were talking about this. What movie was that with the super bad? Do you yeah. remember that with Jonah Hill? Yeah. His friend's like, I'm going to have sex tonight. I've got the condom and the lube. He's like, lube is for sissies. And he tosses it over him. Do you remember <laughs> that? Lube is not for sissies. Lube is for people who want their partners to have pleasure. It really pisses me off. Yeah. Do you have that feeling about lube? No, I just, you know. You just never use it. Never Never have used use it? it? It's not needed. It's, <laughs> maybe she'll like it. It'll make yeah, sex but I Yeah, but I use it, but it's just extra slippery, you know? Yeah, but it dries like out slip, after a while. And so it's not slide. messy. It's not sticky. It's like... Yeah. No, everyone should try it and see if it's for them. Exactly. You know? I totally agree. Speaking um, about Jonah Hill, super bad. Again, I, I, saw I, saw, I saw, oh, you did? He's like my big celebrity. Thing. The one celebrity that I've seen <laughs> that I actually noticed, like someone was like, hey, do you see that's, you know, Robert De Niro next to you? But the, I saw him. I'm like, that's Jonah Hill. No, you you said that to Seth, you saw Seth Rogen. Oh, right. But I messed it up. You're right. Yeah. I did. 
But they uh, socket celebrities. No, that's all good. But they they're in a lot of movies. <laughs> they're in a lot of movies together. See, aren't they confusing? I can't even think of them apart right now. Uh, one wears glasses, one doesn't. Which one is which? It was the one without glasses. Without glasses, then it's Jonah Hill. No, it was Seth Rogen. Okay, I don't freaking remember. Jesus Christ! But anyways, they're everywhere. But anyways, yeah? I, I did see uh, Twenty Two Jump Street that's coming out. Was it great? And it's super hilarious and fun. Oh, and I'm excited. There's sex in there, and people sex? talking about sex and stuff like that. I love uh, that. But yeah, if you just want to go see a really funny movie, I suggest you go see that. Okay, sounds good. Check Anything else? Because we we got to sign off now. So oh, um, uh, I mean, not to pimp anything out, but pimp. a dream has come true for me. What? I, uh, I'm doing uh, radio commercials for Vegas.com. Shut up. Yes. Oh, my God. I've never heard of a more perfect match. Are, yeah. you, really, are you getting free? Tell me everything. Oh, I'm not getting free anything, but I'm just doing commercials for them now. And are you like, go um, to Vegas and get messed up like me and stay no, here? No, no, no. Just like, you know, if you want discounts and stuff, you just Do you have a code? They can call yeah, out Menace? Ta- uh, what is it? Take 10. Just Vegas.com, like, take 10. And what yeah. do they get? They get uh, 10% off their already extremely low rates. So awesome, dude! Check. You are. Did they know that you like or go there every five minutes? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's how they they uh, hit me up and asked me. To you got do a it. car. Got a car. You know, dude. You have a good life. Not so bad. They give you a free so, car. Yeah, but you know, it, the only thing, I, I don't get me wrong, I love my life. I get to do a lot of crazy, awesome experiences, and a lot of stuff is handed to me. And, but it, I always have it in the back of my mind, like every five minutes, that it all can be taken away. So it is like in this business, it's a very scary that's business. That's why I never get super excited about it. I know. <laughs> about anything. Well, that's what's so hard about being yeah. in entertainment is it can get taken. We've seen it happen. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, the first radio station we worked at together, I was about to go into work and they call me like, sorry, we're now like classic rock or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, really? Not. You're not talking anymore? <laughs> okay, I guess it won't come in. I mean, that's really what happens. And yeah, it's tough. So they can that's toss what, you out any day. Yeah, so like the then trash. imagine like all that kind of stuff. And then also like thinking, okay, I want to have in a family. You know, it's very rare that people in our industry, unless you're at the tippy top making, you know, high six figures, then a lot of a lot of those guys are not having families because right. it's just too risky. So that's why I think you people should support us radio people and <laughs> thank buy you. all the stuff we talk about. Um, okay, so um, Menace, you rock. Thank you for being here. Thank you can you. find Menace on Instagram and Twitter, M-E-N-A-C-E. Yes. Anywhere else you care for them to find you? No, Instagram is always the best. Yeah. And but I love all the tweets that people yeah. people send me tweets all the time after we, you know, they're like, ha ha, that was funny on. when you told Emily she was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. I mean, you have so many other podcasts going on. I mean, you have. I do. I mean, I do two. How a week. many? How many release a week? Two a week. Two a week. Then Tuesdays and Fridays. So just uh-huh. subscribe. You know what the best thing to do is just go to iTunes and search Sex with Emily, and then you'll see all the shows there, and then you subscribe, and then you'll get the new show every week. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it got a lot of people listening because I was on the uh, Stitcher website the other day and you were like in the top 100. Really? Like people listening, yeah. That's cool. I'm in the top 100 on iTunes too, which makes yeah. me feel good. So thank you everyone. No, you, had, you were beating Oprah in uh, health I'm, and sex yeah. and stuff like that. I kicked Oprah's ass. <laughs> so um, thanks I everyone. You, I, I love your support anything. of the show and thank you everyone for listening and supporting and um, emailing me because again, we're going to do more of these shows so we can get to all of your answers and I'm sure all your questions and answer them. And again, you can always get in touch with me and any way you want. So follow me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all Sex with Emily across the board. Thanks everyone for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Emily Morse from sexwithemily.com. 
Do you want to last longer in bed? Promescent is the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. One in three men suffer from premature ejaculation, but they don't have to. Go to promescent.com to get the desensitizing spray that will allow you to have the sex you deserve.